Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. When they're not covering the sports world, they're talking about the world of professional wrestling. It's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Now with Justin Simmons, here's Stu Myron. It is Sports Guys Talking Wrestling a little bit earlier. Uh, Thanks to our friends at Fight Night. Stu Myrick here. Justin Smash Simmons will join me a little bit, as well as Eddie Cross. Coming just off fight night, he's going to join us as well. So, a uh, big show coming up for you now. AEW Full Gear coming up this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Catch it on pay-per-view or BR Live if you're in the U.S. Fight TV if you're outside the United States. It is such a stacked card. And to help me break this down, we go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline to welcome in this proud member of the Dark Order. He is Preston Vance. Follow him on Twitter at P-R-E-S, the number 10, Vance. Preston, how are you, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Um, let's let's start with this. Uh, you know, you've been with the Dark Order. These guys, you guys have, have like, created your own little culture, huge fan base. Talk for a second about just the development of the Dark Order into what it is now. I mean, you guys are so over with the crowds. Uh, so when they first started, I wasn't even with AEW at the time, and it was pretty much just Stu and, Stu and Uno. Right. And then Silver and Reynolds came in, and uh, they were they were having some trouble. I know they, they were getting, like, as we like to call, bad heat. Uh, they, people just wanted them to disappear. And then uh, Brody came in and kind of saved the whole group. And then when I met Brody, he brought me in instantly to be with him. And then, um, I mean, Brody was the reason Dark Order, you know, even became became a relevant thing. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, with his passing, it kind of, you know, that kind of like made us organically, uh, organically loved by the fans because we all were going through like a real life situation. Um, but I think uh, if Brody hadn't come in, I don't know if Dark Order would even be a, a thing right now, and I don't know where I would be right now. Right. But uh, but I think they kind of just let us, you know, we start off as like this this cult, and uh, no one in our group is really like that. So they kind of just let us be our go out there and be ourselves, and then that's how like organically just got over by just just being like you know ourselves turned up to to ten. You know? Right. And you know that's that's one of the beautiful things about AEW right now. Tony Khan and and everybody there. You know, it's it, it seems that everybody has that liberty to, like you said, it's yourself times 10. And uh, it, it feels, and so that I think, you're like you said, the organic reaction from the fans and from everybody is, is really neat. And I, I love that. I really do. Um, give me, you know, you, you guys get in some hijinks. 
Uh, give me a give me an example of something maybe we didn't see on on camera, but that just had you like on the ground rolling laughing. So anytime uh, before we go out, we like in the gorilla position before we go through the curtains. Me and Silver are always cracking, cracking jokes and inappropriate jokes to each other, and uh, and I always feel bad for Anna because she's just standing right there, just having to deal with all these stupid guys, you know. Uh, but any anything to do with uh, Silver on screen, off screen, I mean, who he is on screen is him. It's it's amazing, and I mean. Anytime I'm with him, I, it's just nonstop, nonstop laughing. That dude is is truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. Really? Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Let's get to full gear. Uh, you know, and you got you got to talk the main event, the title match, Kenny Omega, the AEW World Champion, facing finally Hangman Adam Page, Dark Order solidly behind Hangman. Uh, and it seems like, you know, when Hangman came back about a month ago, he seems more focused and at the same time, probably uh, looser. He, he, he's like, he's like almost like he's figured out who he is. And now it's time for him to go get that title. I mean, yeah, that's by far the match I'm most excited for because he's, you know, he's our, he's our guy. He's our, he's our boy. And we, we've been, you know, we've been with in this thing with him for, I mean, going on like a whole year now. So mm -hmm. it's really cool. You know, he, he, he had his, he, he had to go home cause he had his baby and then he come back, he came back in Miami. I think it was, and I uh, cut this killer, you know, he got on the mic and I mean, it was, it was like, I would get, was getting chilled listening to it. And the, the crowd reaction that guy gets is insane. When he came out to, to be the, the Joker in the ladder match that played, and I think we were in Philly. I was watching with silver, like up in the suite and that place was so loud for that dude. He is hangman is so over. It's it's like like I watch it and become a fan all over again. Yeah. Oh man, I, I can only imagine. It's gonna be a hell of a match. You know, I know you guys, of course, rooting heavy for Hangman. And I, I got a feeling maybe this is it. Maybe this I, is the time he takes the title. You know, uh, Kenny's had he he's had a vice grip on that championship for for so long. And I think finally He's going to lose it. Uh, the rest of the card, Britt Baker versus Ty Conti for the women's title. You got the Lucha Brothers taking on FTR for the tag titles. By the way, uh, I think we need to see maybe, I don't know, you and Five or you and somebody else from the Dark Order maybe go after those tag titles. I'm sure you're going to keep an eye on that match, right? Yeah, I would, I would love to. I mean, when uh, when Reynolds had left and he, and he had his baby a few months ago, me and Silver were doing a lot of tag stuff, and and like I said, me and him have just really good, like real life chemistry. So when we're in the ring together, man, we have a blast. So I would love to go on the, on a chase with uh with Silver for the tag titles. Also, the the main title that I want, you know, everyone is on to be the world champion. I want the TNT Championship. Yeah. No matter because that was that was our title. That was you know mm -hmm. Brody's title. So and he's he's the whole reason that I'm in, even in AEW. Uh, so I mean, if there's one title that I that I always that I think is like top of my list, even above the, the world title for me personally is definitely the TNT title. Well, and hopefully uh, maybe we can see that you and Sammy Guevara, maybe hook it up here in the, in the near future. Um, you know, we talked about hangman and, and, uh, and Omega, whoever comes out as champion, they're going to have their contender already set because you got that, the finals of the 
World Title Eliminator Tournament, Brian Danielson and Miro. Yep. And I was I was talking to Dustin Rhodes uh, the other day, and you know because they he and he and Brian met in that first round and had just a just an absolutely fantastic match. Brian Danielson is on such a level, and he yep. and from what I've noticed is it seems like every match he wins using a different finisher or a different yep. style to win. Mm-hmm. Um, give me your aspect, you know, working with him in the back or whatever and, and interactions. Just give me your thoughts on Brian Danielson and his, uh, the American dragons tenure so far in AEW. I mean, for one, he's a super, super nice guy. Uh, and he's always just, he's so wrestling mode 24 seven. And, uh, in my opinion, you know, I think he is the, the best wrestler in the world. Okay. You know, yeah. That's my, sure. That's a lot of other people's opinion. I mean, the, I mean, he's, so good and he just he gets it you know um which is funny because in wwe like he was i was never a huge fan of his because like that's not like my style of wrestling but now like when i really watch him i'm like man this dude is i mean off the charts good yeah absolutely absolutely uh so my dream match in AEW is actually against miro that's my dream opponent okay all right that i think that that might be a really good one i think i've got a feeling that'd be really good um you got CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, uh, this kind of a, you know, conflict, whatever. And just like with Danielson, CM Punk coming back after seven years, and now uh, he just, he, you know, each, each match getting better and better, and you see why, you know, he calls himself the best in the world, and hard to argue with that. Uh, give, uh, you know, what you have seen from Punk. Uh, give me your thoughts on CM Punk and AEW. I mean, I mean, like I just said, I think Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is the best in the world. But if uh, if not him, it's got to it's got to be CM Punk, man. I mean, they're neck and neck. But also, I'm a big Eddie Kingston guy too. So, you know, if if I had to if I had to root for one of them, I like them both personally. But I'm I'm gonna root for Eddie because he was you know he was here from the beginning. So he's in my opinion, he's kind of the hometown hometown guy. Yeah, I you know I love Eddie to death. He was one he was guys. One of the guys I saw the very first independent show I went to several years ago, and uh, got to talk to him afterwards, and just such a such a genuine guy, man. I, I, very, I really, oh man, he is, he really is. So uh, all in all, just a hell of a card. You got Darby Allen, MJF, and good lord, I you know, I, you know, I try to be objective, but man, I would love to see MJF take a skateboard to the to the head. Yep. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. Uh, you got the inner circle taking on uh, the men of the year in America's top team, and then Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage taking on the Super Elite. You guys have had to mix it up with the Super Elite. Yep. I mean, they're great, but they're beatable, right? I mean, yeah, my money's my money's definitely on on Jurassic Express and Christian in that one. Yeah, absolutely. And then Darby MJF one, I'm super excited for that because. Darby is so talented. So he, he's probably my favorite match I've had so far in AEW for the TNT title back in May, I think it was, when we were in Jacksonville. That dude's good. Yeah. Like, and just creative, and he's got he's got a very unique mind. I imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine. All in all, just going to be a, a hell of a card. Saturday night, AEW Full Gear. Catch it on BR Live. Uh, or on pay-per-view here in the United States, internationally, catch it on Fight TV. Uh, Preston, man, uh, before I let you go, 
you know, uh, as I mentioned, you guys in the Dark Order just just killing it. Uh, you just mentioned you want to go after the TNT title. Uh, any other any other like lofty goals you have uh, in AEW? I think ten years down the road, me and Negative One for the for the tag title. <laughs> you know that could be good. I I think that might work. All right, there we go. He is. He is Preston Vance, part of the Dark Order. Catch him on AEW Dynamite Wednesday nights on TNT and on Rampage Friday nights also on TNT. And of course, everywhere with with uh, AEW on TV, on YouTube, and everywhere. Preston, man, I know you got to get going because you got to get to get to Dynamite. Uh, but safe travels to you. All the best to you, man. And I uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Huge thanks to Preston Vance for joining me again. Follow him on Twitter at P-R-E-S, the number 10, Vance. And, of course, catch AEW Full Gear this Saturday. We'll have a preview of it coming up at the top of the air. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. This is the Limitless Keith Lee, and you're now basking in the glory of sports guys talking wrestling. Keith Lee, the man of the hour, the king of the ring, intelligence and power. Sports guys talking wrestling on the horn. Stu Myrick solo at the moment, but coming up at the top of the hour, Eddie Cross from Fight Night will join me as we will preview AEW Full Gear coming up this Saturday. Uh, and I think Justin the Smash Simmons, he's on, he's on his way from... Uh, calling a basketball game for Southwestern, and I think he's on his way, so he might join us as well. You just heard the uh, the the rejoin there with Keith Lee, his uh, his music from his indie days. Uh, in case you have forgotten, last Thursday after the uh, WWE's third quarter financial call, where they made you know announced they made like two hundred fifty six million dollars, they decided to release eighteen roster members. Due to budgetary reasons, weird as that would happen, um, you know Keith was one of those that you know he was a absolute rock star on NXT, uh, and then they fumbled his tenure on Monday Night Raw. They put him in the turning skirt. They put a singlet on him and couldn't you know they couldn't get the music because of this and that, and then this latest iteration with Bearcat. So. Uh, look, he's going to be fine. He's going to he'll have the 90-day compete, so that'll, go, that'll expire in February, and then he will be signed somewhere. You know it will happen. We're going to talk about that in a podcast-only segment that you can get via hornfm.com or your favorite podcast provider. But coming up at the top of the hour, we will preview AEW Full Gear, the big pay-per-view happening this weekend. You're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Hangman Adam Page, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. 
Back here on Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn, Stu Myrick, joined by none other than the one, the only, from Fight Night. Eddie Cross. It is Eddie Cross. Nice to be here, Stu. What's up, man? Listen, as Mr. Costanza said in Seinfeld, I get a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about them. That is, it's, it's the episode in... Kind of crazy, I know this. The episode is called The Strike. However, it is commonly known as the Festivus, Festivus. episode. Yes. So, uh, yes. Yeah. And I'm going to say that that is why there's a pole in my living room, and you I'm not, you can't say otherwise. And no decorations, because <laughs> you, you find tinsel distracting, correct? We'll go with that. We're not going to say that it's greased or anything like that. We're, we're, not, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Uh, all right, so you just heard uh, from, uh, let's see, you just just heard from Preston Vance. And so let's talk AEW Full Gear this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Get it on pay-per-view and BR Live if you're here in the United States. If you're outside of the United States, get it on Fight TV. Uh, pretty stacked card. We do not have a buy-in uh, pre-show match as of yet. Recording this on Tuesday. We don't know the buy-in pre-show match yet. We do know the rest of the card, though. Uh, this match was was you know crafted in the last couple weeks. CM Punk taking on Eddie Kingston. This is a rivalry that apparently has been going on for quite a long time because you're At going back in Kingston's mind. Well, you go back to you know both of them when they're both on the Indies, so that's that's talking at least 12, 15 years, something like that. Yeah, that's a long time. You know, so, uh, but it will be it will be Eddie who felt he was disrespected, CM Punk who felt he was disrespected. They will go at it yeah. at full gear. That face-off they had last week, that was fire. I mean, there had to be a lot of truth behind all that because they're not that good of actors. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's – look, uh, yeah, I've only been I've only been around Eddie a couple times. Never been around CM Punk. I know Eddie is as genuine as – Anybody yeah. in the business, almost to a fault. So I'm sure there was probably there was prob that promo was probably laced with a little truth. Sure, I'm gonna say a lot. Um, be that it may, it's gonna be a hell of a match. I think so. I mean, I you know logic would say CM Punk's gonna get the win, and I and I'll tell you actually, uh, I got the betting odds from our friends at Bet Online. Uh, betting odds <laughs> have it right now. CM Punk at minus a thousand, Eddie Kingston at plus five twenty five. So, I think the money is is going coming in on Punk. Good, and I would go with Punk. I'm going Kingston. You're going to go Kingston. All right, I'm going Kingston. Punk doesn't need the rub. And if you're just looking at it booking wise, Punk's going to be fine either way. But you get Kingston to go over Punk, man, his stars through the roof. You know, and it's one of those things because I think his star is getting there as it is. So yeah, and it know, seems yeah, it like could be that extra oomph. So and Punk is almost almost took a little heel turn. 
Uh, a little bit. I, a little I, bit. I, he's, you know, he's playing with, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he will still be cheered throughout. Oh, well, um, that's just the way wrestling fans are. <laughs> Darby Allen facing MJF. I would love nothing better than to see MJF <laughs> get whacked to the side of the head by, by the skateboard. Uh, the betting odds right now, MJF at a minus 200. Darby Allen at plus 150. So it's... Pretty close. It's it's pretty close. I mean, it's leaning. They're leaning MJF. If you thought it was going to be a one-on-one wrestling match, I can understand betting Darby Allen. Yeah. But it's MJF. It's MJF. He will probably have the pinnacle. Uh, at the very least, Sean Spears, mm-hmm. you know, handy. Wardlow. Uh, could have Wardlow as well. The dynamite oh, no. ring. Does Ward, maybe Lord Wardlow finally says enough. Ooh. We've seen these little glimpses. You know, they are kind of building it. Yeah, we've seen these little glimpses of Wardlow, you know, becoming his own man. Does he, maybe he finally says enough and wallops MJF before Darby does. I can see it happening. Yeah, I'm still going to go MJF, but. Yeah. I know no one in America will be cheering harder than Stu Meyer when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, you got the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Teaming up with Christian Cage to take on the Super Click, Young Bucks, and and none other than Adam Cole. Adam Cole um, my heart says Jurassic Express, but my head says Super Elite. Um, I'm saying it's Super. I think so. Uh, the odds right now, I get it close. This one's close as well. Super Super Click at minus two hundred. Uh, Jurassic Express, Christian Cage at a plus 150. So, you know, again, money's coming in on SuperClick. I would lean SuperClick. Especially after that concerto. Yeah. But who I, knows? we don't know what's going to happen this week, though. You know what? Just for, just for S&Gs, as our good friend <laughs> Kevin Dunn says, I'm going to go with the Jurassic Express and Christian. Nice. And we'll see. But what about you? I'm going to stick with the You're Super League. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, in, a, in the finals of the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, facing Miro. Uh, up until last week, I think everybody and their mother had it penciled in as Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. John Moxley has entered inpatient alcohol treatment. Mm-hmm. We wish the best uh, to him and in his recovery. Uh, so Miro steps in, destroys Orange Cassidy. So now he's in the finals. I'm trying, and I'm sure they have met in at least in WWE as Daniel Bryan and Rusev. Right. So, but this is, these are two totally different men, especially Danielson. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know, you'll hear my, uh, well, uh, Danielson, I don't, he is, I don't think he has won a match the same way yet. Huh. It's been, it's really been, or there hadn't been many. He's been changing it up quite a bit. Hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So. Uh, the odds right now, again, kind of close. Brian Danielson at a minus 300. 
Miro is at plus 200. I guess I could say. So Brian Danielson at one to three, Miro at two to one. And I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean the American Dragon. Oh, I'm going I'm Miro. Gonna, you're going to go Miro. Okay. Now, I know he wasn't in the tournament to begin with, so he wasn't already in the plans. But seeing as we've already seen Danielson and Omega so recently, I don't think it makes as much sense to book that again. If Omega keeps the title. Ooh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, but I, I see what you're saying. In a Minneapolis street fight, you got the inner circle. The champion, Chris Jericho. The TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. Jake Hager. Proud and powerful, Santana Ortiz. They will be taking on the team of the men of the year, all ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky, along with members from America Top Team. <laughs> This is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Junior Dos Santos, former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh-huh. Andre Arlovsky, former UFC heavyweight champion. And Dan Lambert. It was uh, like 67 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great talker, though. Oh, my he God. Is. He is great on the mic. He is. Well, he was, you know, when they did this in, uh, I think it was, was it MLW that he did this with, with King Mo and maybe Filthy? Yeah. He was then, so th- this doesn't surprise me. Uh, the betting odds right now, Inner Circle is at 2-5 to five, or minus 250. Men of the Year and American Top Team at 17-10 to 10, or plus 170. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that close. I'm going to go Inner Circle on this one. Yeah, same. You know, I just see this is going to be one of those where you know, this will be it'll be fun, and you know they'll get some shots in. But yeah, in the end, they'll do some crazy hardcore stuff. Yeah, it'll be uh, put some big guys through tables. It'll be the closest Jake Hager ever gets to fighting a heavyweight champion. True in MMA. True. What's Jake's record in Bellator right now? Like three and zero. Is he three and zero? Yeah, I think he so. hadn't fought in a while though. Yeah, the last guy really took it to him, and some people might think he lost that fight, but he did a he did a lot of damage to the guy. Yeah, but. It's been a while, and I don't think he he knows where the money is. Basically, right. his yeah. bread's buttered over here. He's won some real fights. Yeah, he's That's enough. yeah. I, I agree. So, all right, the first of three title matches. You got the Lucha Brothers defending the AEW World Tag Team Titles against FTR. Listen, if they don't come out in the frog suits again, I don't want to see it. <laughs> Mexico's favorite luchadors. Uh, right now, the let's see. Odds have it. Lucha Brothers at minus 450 or 2 to 9 odds. FTR at a plus 275, 11 to 4 odds. Yeah. I've always been a big pencil mark ever since Lucha Underground. So I've got to go Lucha Brothers. I, I would go Lucha Brothers only because they just won the titles. Yeah. And unlike WWE. AEW likes to keep the titles on people for a while. And FTR already took the AAA from him. You're right. So I'm not going to take them both. Right. And we figure, FT, we figure FTR will drop the AAA titles here pretty soon. I think they've got a card. I think they got a card like in a few weeks. And when do we get them. the Psycho Clown coming to AEW? I don't to know. take that title. I don't know. That would be, be kind of neat. That would be fun. That would be neat. Listen up, Con. Yeah, I'll, go with, I'll go with Ray and Penta. Penta says, you know, all that. All right. For the AEW Women's World title, you got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, 
taking on Ty Conti. It was too easy. Baker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Move this along. one. This one might be this. This, this might be match. a bigger. Yeah. This might be a bigger. Um, well, it's the same split as Punk and Eddie. They got Britt Baker at one to one. Uh, where or one to ten? Where Ty Conti right now is twenty one to four. Or minus one thousand to plus five twenty five in favor of Britt. Britt's not not dropping that title yeah. anytime soon. I, I say that. I mean, you could see um, February pay per view. Maybe the maybe um, uh, Revolution. Maybe they come in with uh, uh, um, Thunder Rosa. Maybe yeah. So, but this one's just a showcase matchup for her. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I, yeah, this it, Brits Brits keeping this one. Yeah. You know that. Ooh, look at this fella and here. Jumping right in as if as if he was coming off the run, run runway. It is Justin Smash Simmons. I feel like Nate. He needs some intro music, man. Uh, I thought I had some. Oh, I do, yeah. but we well, have to change yeah, it I love anyway. The pin. That moment, yeah. man. And you got the yeah, the NWA well, World Title pin. Well, I was hoping to snag a photo when we come to the break, so I can at least tweet it out. Okay, to, well, we'll I'm, do that. I'm, I'm trying. That. To, I'm trying to get better on the social media. We'll have game. to catch on uh, during the break. We'll have to catch up with your picks because we're almost done with the picks for AEW Full Gear. Yeah. Um, how was the game? Oh, they, they lost, but it was. Who's okay. they? Southwestern. Southwestern. Okay, yeah. so you're calling the game for Southwestern. Yeah, when okay. it's basketball. It's, it's right. basketball season. It is basketball season. Oh, don't remind me. Yep. But, but the UT women are good. That's oh, yeah. true. Uh, and then in the main event, Kenny Omega, best bout machine, the AEW world champion, defending that championship against Hangman Adam Page. This is a story that has been written, has been building for at least a year. Um, the the betting odds again from Bet Online, they've got Adam Page winning at one to seven odds, whereas Kenny Omega is at four to one. I, you know, my my head, my heart says Hangman's going to take the title right. just because Tony Khan the way he books, you know, it's a small sample size, but you've seen over the last two years the way he books. They build and build and build and build, and then they get the payoff. They don't screw you like WWE does. Right. So, I'm thinking, yes, this is the one. Hangman is going to catch Omega with the Buckshot Lariat. I'm not sure he'll. I'm not sure that it'll be a matter of him kicking out of the One Wing Angel, but Paige will hit the Buckshot Lariat, get the one, two, three, and your new AEW World Champion. Plus, with Hangman the fact that he already lost one championship match, if you have him lose another one, it kind of buries him. Right. Well, when they lost the, you know, they lost the tag titles. No, I mean well, when he was, um, didn't he face Chris Jericho for the inaugural title? He did. Yeah, he so did. So you have him lose the world title again. Yeah, it just kind of buries him mid card. I mean, they've been flirt with this for a long time. Yeah. You know, now Grant, he's had he's had a couple of like, you know, pullbacks. The latest one, so he and his wife could have a child. I mm-hmm. think a son. So. Shout out to Baby Page. I say, did they move to Jacksonville? Baby Hangman. Uh, I don't know where they live. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm gonna go. At, I'm gonna go Hangman. Because I've been one. going back and forth in my head since uh, I started looking at the sheet, and 
my head says Omega. Yeah. But then my head says Paige. Yeah. It's not even my heart. It's just my head keeps going back and forth. I get you. I get you. And I think I talked myself into it a second ago. Which is? Saying they, they're not going to bury him by having him lose a second title match. Well, well don't work yourself so into you're going, a shoot now, bro. So you're, going, so you're going Paige. I'm going Paige. All right. All right, Justin, you're here. Let's you can at least pick this one. Okay, so we're saying yeah. it's bad so, enough you walked in here with the best hair in the in the. Apartment. You know, and as I said, I you know the way they book, they do pay off their stories, unlike WWE. So that's why I'm thinking Paige is taking the title this one. And I think with a little help from the Dark Order, I bet yes, because because uh, Omega will have the, the super click with him with with him. So Dark Order may come out and help out I, Hangman. I, I just feel mm-hmm. bad because I just know it won't be clean. Like there's going to be interference regardless. I think there's going to be interference, but it won't. I'm not sure it's going to result in the in the finish, whatever the finish is. Because whatever I, I think it does, and whatever happens from here on out is going to set the stage for at least like four or five storylines going forward, just out of this moment. Because like Eddie said, the Dark Order could play. Uh, a, a pivotal part in this because we've been talking about it before when he's visited the show. Like, hey, maybe it's time for that group to actually break up now, unless they're going to get a new leader. Yeah. That's the other thing I was going to say. Is there someone who's coming off a contract or their uh, non compete clause? Actually, we're going to do. <laughs> we'll do a. Pa- we'll do yeah. a. Uh, uh, could step in. We'll do a podcast only segment where we talk about. The recent WWE releases, where they may end up, all that good stuff. We'll yeah. get that here in a bit. I'll go. I'll go the easy route. I'll say Paige, no one wing angel kick out. Like somebody helps him get out of that, so the move stays protective. Yeah, that's. So I'm thinking the move. I think I'm thinking they'll they'll protect the move. But see, the one thing I do want to clarify is that unlike every other like super hardcore AEW fan that will be disappointed if mm-hmm. Paige doesn't win. I'll be okay if the next match set up is Omega versus Danielson for the title. Because I think Danielson's I, the hottest wrestler that they have. And and if you you know, if you're going to go old school business theory, it's like, well, the hottest commodity should be chasing the belt. Right. So that should be the match. Which would mean he's oh. gonna beat Miro in that the title eliminator title. Oh, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, and that was and that was kind of that's where I kind of saw it because, yeah, you give Paige the title. Okay, now you're going to have Paige versus Danielson. Whether, you know, where it, it would be a bigger thing if it's Omega versus Danielson. But they're building Miro. We've already up. seen that once. It was yeah. in a 30-minute time, time limit draw. Yeah. I mean, man. it was a draw. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm still going to pick Paige, but, yeah, that's going to. But you're building Miro up. They've built him up as such a monster. Can I? And to have him lose to Brian Danielson I know. is just. Takes it's like having Tessa Blanchard as the world champion again. I can't suspend my belief like that. <laughs> Can I ask you, is it is this going to be the Magnum TA push for... For Hangman? For, yeah, because, I mean, you, you just said it. It's like, okay, you get the win against Omega. Then you probably have to face Danielson and win there also. And I, there's not going to be shenanigans. Like, who else is paired with Danielson I, to, to run interference? I get the feeling... That's a super strong push. Yeah, that's <laughs> really that strong is. push. And, I mean, <laughs> I get the feeling that they could at least increase the level of push that they <laughs> that they give to uh, Paige. But let's ask this: What happens if this push comes to like Roman Reigns levels, where it's not like I look? I'm sure Paige could should be ready, right? But it seemed that Reigns was somewhat ready the first time, and the yeah. crowd was just not into it. They at just that weren't going to have it. Yeah. yeah, you just never know. We'll see. I mean, uh, look, 
every time, every arena, we've heard Cowboy bleep. He gets he gets the hugest reactions. I mean, this That's crowd true. is ready to see Hangman Adam Page with that world title. You think we see a, a, a sign that says, if Cowboy doesn't win, we riot? <laughs> if Omega wins, we riot? Yeah. I, I would, would, it would, would not surprise yeah. me. It would not surprise me. I I, I get that feeling. Uh, AEW Full Gear this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Get it on pay-per-view or BR Live if you're here in the United States. If you're international, get it on Fight TV. It will come from the Target Center in Minneapolis. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, uh, you'll hear my conversation with the natural Dustin Rhodes, where we talk AEW Full Gear and we talk the third student showcase for the Rhodes Wrestling Academy. That's coming up next. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the natural Dustin Rhodes, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling right here. Back here on Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, Stu Myrick, Eddie Cross, Justin Smash Simmons. Uh, earlier this week, I made my way to the Rhodes Wrestling Academy, where I caught up with our AEW correspondent, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Uh, we were actually, truth be told, we were taping the third student showcase for the Rhodes Wrestling Academy. So I was able to chat with him about that, about AEW Full Gear, and maybe a few other things. Here's how it sounded. This weekend, we got AEW Full Gear. Plus, Rhodes Wrestling Academy has their third student showcase premiering this weekend. And to help me break both of those down, we bring in our honorary AEW correspondent for Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. He is the natural Dustin Rhodes. What's up, dude? Hey, man. How are you? Are you sure I'm the only... You are You're the only. only You're it. It's just me and Justin and you. Okay. That's it. I know you have. Now some we get Eddie Cross on once in a while. Who? Eddie Cross. Who the hell is that? He's from Fight Night. He's our from our MMA show, but he likes to oh, jump in once in a while. I got you, Eddie Cross. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he, he wants to meet you. Um, I'd love to. Let's uh, let's let's in the first, octagon. Let's in go. The, <laughs> in not in my age, no. right? Let's talk about Full Gear first. Yeah. Um, big pay per view coming up uh, this weekend in Minneapolis. <sighs> You know, and and we got to go to the main event, Omega and Page. This story has been building seemingly for for years. Yeah, yeah. But Hangman Adam Page coming in, focused. This is probably the most focused I've seen him. And at the same time, seems a little relaxed. So, you know, could be maybe he's the one that will finally wrest that AEW world title away from from the belt collector. Correct. Best bout machine, whatever. 
Give me your thoughts on uh, Heyman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. Well, one thing is for sure, if he is relaxed, that's going to cost him because Kenny will walk all over him. I do think, though, that Adam Page is ready to take the reins, and I, I'm going to go with Adam Page winning the, uh, the AEW world title. I think he's got it this time. I think he's fought hard for it. He's came back with a vengeance. Right now he's on top of the world. The world loves him. If he can keep his mind straight and not relaxed and stay focused in this, we're going to see a new champion. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Now, whoever the new champion, whoever the champion mm-hmm. is coming out of full gear, they will already know their, their you know, next opponent because you got the finals of the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Right, right. Brian Danielson and Miro. You've yep. been in the ring with both of them, yep. right? I have. Uh, you were, you, in fact, you were the first round opponent for Brian Danielson. Had a hell of a match, by the way. Thank you. That Thank was you. fantastic. It was fun. Uh, so, you know, my head says Danielson, but Miro seems on this quest to, you know, either either you know uh, win win God's approval back or you know show God up or whatever. Because he calls himself the Redeemer, I, I got. I mean, I like I said, I'm leaning Danielson, but I mean, you know him well. Okay, so since Miro lost that TNT title, I really think that stuck with him, man. And I believe that he has hit the gym as hard as ever right now, and everything that he does from this point forward, he is laser focused. Mm-hmm. And I believe if anybody's going to uh, knock off Brian Danielson. It will be Miro. This one's tough to call. I've been in the ring with both men, uh, Miro, a long time ago. But Brian Danielson, you know, my first and only time uh, against him. We've tagged several times. I know just how much fortitude and charisma and um, just his stamina Brian Danielson has. Mm-hmm. Miro, though. If he knocks you, if he knocks you sideways, man, you're gonna know it. Yeah. He's very violent. He's very physical. They're both physical. This was too close to call, but I'm gonna have to. I, I, you know, I take that back. I'm gonna call Brian Danielson for the for the win on this. Since he debuted in AEW, <clears throat> Brian Danielson has been just uh, on a on a different level. Yep. I mean, he has. He is so constant with his with his strikes, with his kicks. I mean, it's just it's and I met, as as I mentioned, the match between you two, it was just a a kind of a beautiful symphony of violence. I guess the best best way to put it was. But but he is just. I mean, talk for a second about how what you know how he how he's been doing in AEW since his debut. Okay, I can, I can explain it like this: there are main eventers. And true storytellers with psychology. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who say, hey, man, I want to be in the main event. But they work differently. Okay? They don't work like a main event star. Not that they're not good, but they just haven't got over that hump yet to say, hey, man, storytelling is, is very important in this. I don't have to have a thousand things in this match. I can go out there and and I'll tell every one of my students and I'll tell everyone in the in the back at AEW, man, it's not about what you say because they're going to forget that. It's not about the moves that you do in the ring because they're going to forget that too. But what they will not forget is the way you make them feel. And if you make them feel something, 
it's a powerful thing when that arena is standing on their feet, they're crying, they hate you, they're mad, they're happy, whatever it is, you're making them feel. And that's what Brian Danielson does best. Yeah, he has been. It's been amazing. He's, I really mean, he's good. won every, every match he's had in AEW so far. He's, he's won solid. with a different finisher. Yep. It's, yep. It's, it's insane. He has quite the arsenal of all kinds of things, man. He is a... He, he works so much jujitsu stuff, right? So right. that's opened his doors to all kinds of submissions, all kinds of new strikes. And believe me, when he kicks you, you know it. And yeah. it, you feel it. And, and I felt it for a solid week after. It took me a week to kind of recuperate from that. <laughs> I'm still a little sore. I bet. But I was in there with one of the greats, and it was a babyface versus babyface match. And I thought we, I thought we told a really good story. And we had the people standing, and, and that's all I can ask for. I know Brian Danielson to go in this with uh, Miro, and I know he's focused, and I'm sure Miro's focused. And, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm edging Brian Danielson in this because he's a tough character, man. I mean, you can knock him down, but that boy keeps coming back and keeps firing back. It's pretty solid. Yeah, he does. You, you know, you're, you coach the women in AEW, got the women's title, Britt Baker taking on Ty Conti. Yep. Um, you know, Ty Conti has grown so much. She has. Since she's been in AEW. But, man, the doctor seems to have just a vice grip on that AEW Women's Championship. She does. And uh, Britt Baker, man, she'll, she'll go to any means necessary to hold on to that title. She has a whole world backing her, even though she's a bad girl, right? Right. Even though she's a heel in wrestling, they love to hate her and they love her. You know, that she has such a, a, a huge following. But so does Ty Conte. And Ty... I've been watching, and I've been coaching a lot of her matches. She's solid. She's very solid. She has quite the move set. She has a lot of things that, that the world has not seen yet. So I hope that uh, she brings out some of her new move sets because she's going to need every bit of this against Britt Baker. Yeah. Britt Baker's a champion. She's got to go to her. She's got to take. She has to beat Britt Baker. You know what I'm saying? Britt just has to survive and, by any means necessary, you know, retain her title. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we get to the showcase, AEW has been on TV now for two years, and the, the, the heights they've reached has been nothing short of incredible. Um, you know, touring the city. Of course, you had, the, had this long period with the pandemic and being uh, you had to stay at, at uh, Daly's Place in Jacksonville, but now back touring, and it just every building sold out, every building they're they're on their feet all the time, uh, you know. Tony Khan has 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 got something special here. He's got, and it's and it's almost simple in its beauty, right? It is, and, and Tony works, I mean, so hard on trying to put together these things, man. And he he's doing it all himself, and he's really working hard, and he's learning on the go as we as we grow as a company and as a team. He's doing tremendous. I mean, where it started to where it is now, look at our roster. It's incredible. We went through a pandemic where we had no people. It's very hard to do that when you have no energy in the ring and, and it's cold outside and Daly's Place in the wintertime and you're just going through the motions thinking there's people out there. But we're playing to an audience at home, and that's where our money is. And just slowly kept that thing, man, alive and kept growing and growing and growing. And as soon as we got back to audiences, they were hungry. They were hungry for entertainment. They were hungry for pro wrestling. That's what AEW is to me. It's pro wrestling. It's not. It does have entertainment aspects and values in it, but it's it's really strictly 
kind of just pro wrestling, man. It's where we, we, sh we showcase our stuff. We showcase what we know. You got the legends. We got your veterans. You got your young studs that are coming up. You got your uh, very tough, uh, all kinds of different uh, backgrounds of uh, women's wrestling, you know, from Brazil, like Ty Conte with her mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu background and Layla Hirsch and, you know, I mean, Britt Baker, the doctor, she's, she's a dentist, you know, so she has a couple of jobs that she's doing already and yeah. fitting in this being, being a women's world champion is pretty impressive. So we have such a diverse group of people, young men and women who are very hungry. The locker rooms are incredible. Very, very passionate and hungry kids. We work like a team. If somebody's down, we're helping them up. We're all there backing each other. It's not... <coughs> it's not like any place that I've ever seen before. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to be around. It's contagious. Well, and that's what we always hear, you know, in, in you know, here the recent months with new new talent coming into AEW, whether it's CM Punk or Brian Danson, Adam Cole, you know, they they've all said the same thing that that it is it is such a collaborative effort within the roster, within the locker rooms, and you you got to love to see that and it's and it and it comes out. It comes across on TV. It does, with, it does come across. Yeah. Everybody wants to go out there and give one hundred and ten percent, no matter what, whether they're winning or losing or what. It's it. Everybody's and, so happy to be there and so happy to showcase what they can do. Right, and it doesn't matter whether it's dynamite or rampage or elevation or dark. Yep, it's it, you're getting that same quality of match, that same energy, that that has as made AEW uh, just the, the, the place to be right now, quite honestly. so The good thing about here, I haven't seen anybody become lackadaisy or lazy. Mm -hmm. Everybody's staying on their ball game. You know, win, win or lose or draw or whatever, everybody's really focused and staying on their A games, yeah. trying to put out the best product that we possibly can and continue to grow AEW as the company in whole. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get to the showcase. Rhodes Wrestling Academy, about to premiere your third student showcase can you mad um, can you believe it's been you got three camps now under your belt so our one year anniversary actually uh, yeah we've been in business one year and i've just seen these these kids grow man these young men and women from the first showcase which was great the second one and we just kind of grow have have uh growed it slowly and and it's doing it's doing great this group this batch of kids are should I say young men and women, mm -hmm. um, have killed it this, this uh, camp. Twelve weeks, they came with a dream, and they showed up. They bled, they sweat, they, they poured out their passion in the ring, which passion lives here, right? So they're, they're giving it their all, and this is their time to shine right here in the third showcase. And, and in this showcase, I have the first ever uh, women's main event. We're going to have a gauntlet match with four young ladies that will decide – who's going to uh, face Shauna Reed in the main event for a brand spanking new, white, beautiful uh, RWA Women's Championship belt. Yeah, it's I've really seen the cool. belt. Oh, it's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. You've got, it, you've got an international flavor. You've got, you've got one of your students from Scotland, yep. another one from, from uh, England, the U.K. Uh, you got a couple from Canada. Yeah. Uh, a very international flavor for this class, isn't it? It is, and we have a returning champion, uh, Lucas Chase. He's the cure, and he's stepping in the ring uh, to, to uh, defend his title against that man from Scotland, Paul Hubris, and uh, Ken Carter, a local 
local boy here that's uh, mm -hmm. trained really hard and they've showed me that they have what it takes to be in this championship match. We got a, we got a great card. Every match is going to be really cool and, and uh, fun to watch. It's, I promise you, if you're going to tune into it, please do. It's next Sunday, uh, the 14th, November 14th at 6 p.m. Eastern, so 5 p.m. Central. Mm -hmm. You can get it on our Rhodes Wrestling Academy YouTube page, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have our fans, and they keep coming back, so hopefully we can just garner some more attention and, and keep growing our YouTube page because these kids give it their all. And, they, you know, they're, they're bleeding. Yeah. They're bleeding and sweating in my rings, man, and I don't like when they bleed in my rings. My wife hates that shit. <laughs> well, you got to clean the rings and stuff. Yeah, I get and I'm going to stop bleeding my rings, man. Jeez. <laughs> I get in, and, and I cannot be more grateful uh, for allowing me – to lend my voice to the showcase. I'll be joined with Rebel. I got Rebel with me. We're going to have a lot of fun doing doing the commentary for the for the third showcase. I hope y'all do. I know y'all kind of bicker at each other, and it's fun to, to watch y'all's banter <laughs> back and forth. Uh, but I appreciate you, Stu, for being here since the since the beginning, right, and since the inception. And Rebel too. Rebel, this is her second time uh, giving you a little color to your yeah. commentary and. Absolutely. I think she's doing a good job, and, she and is. for this this first time, uh, this this third showcase at the beginning, we're gonna do something a little different that we haven't done in the first two camps, which is have my sister Kristen Ditto and Rebel sing the national anthem. That's right. Which is really That's cool. Right. They did Absolutely. it, and it's just like wow, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it'll be great. Third rest, third student showcase, Rose Wrestling Academy, this Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Catch it on the RWA YouTube channel. The night before, AEW Full Gear, catch that on or BR Live, pay-per-view. If you're outside the United States, catch it on Fight TV. It's going to be a hell of a card. Dustin, man, it's so good to talk to you. Follow him on Twitter, at Dustin Rhodes. Uh, and, again, I appreciate everything you do for us. I, pre I, I love you. I, I appreciate your friendship, man. Me too, buddy. All, all the best you to, to you. Looking forward to this We don't need Justin, weekend. man. Let's just It's just you me. That's right. I like Justin, but he's all right. <laughs> he's, he's all right. Okay. We keep him around for a little bit. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dust. Yes, sir. Back with more after the break. You're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, and you're listening to The Horn, where Austin talks wrestling. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know it's the Mac Militant. Coming to get it all. Hey, what's up, players? This is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, and you're listening to the Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, and they always keep it real. Holla. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling podcast-only segment. Stu Myrick, Justin Smash Simmons, Eddie Cross from Fight Night. Um, so we were going we're gonna to talk about uh, what happened. I believe it was, I must say, Monday, or it's not Monday. Um, last Thursday, I think it was because it was right after oh, the like, yeah. Q three, you know, uh, financial call for WWE that they decided to release talent again. Uh, it was I want to say it was 
eight, 18 uh, wrestlers that were that were released. 18. Let's see. I got a page through this. Um, but in this, these were, this was, uh, uh, it was, you know, main roster people, NXT people. They even released a few um, front office people. Like they're, I think they're CFO. They've got a new chief financial officer now. I heard some of it maybe because people weren't vaccinated. There was so. a there was talk that at least I want to say five of the wrestlers released was due to their vaccination status. I was going to say that would also make sense with the office workers too. Yeah, I, it's it's um yeah Am I just. Still muted? No, just muffled. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Da, da, da. I'm getting there. Oh, here but we no, go. Like, I understand them going younger, especially in NXT, because if you keep calling these people up from NXT and you ruin their careers by not doing anything with them or giving them crappy uh, gimmicks, you may as well just start off yeah. with the guys you want and build them up the way you want to. So I understand that. Yeah. Here's but here- the people that they've let go, the talent, I'm like, oh, my God. Here's the So here's the list from the main roster. And I'm getting this off of Wrestling Observer. So shout out to um, Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez, all those folks. From the main WWE roster, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Nia Jax, Kieran Cross, Eva Marie, Lancey Dorado, Graham Metalik, Harry Smith, a.k.a. David Boy Smith Jr., Never and BFAB. From NXT, Scarlett, Amber Moon, Frankie Monet, Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Oni Larkin, Trey Baxter, and Zeta Ramirez. Um, I can tell you a few of the NXT talents probably hasn't seen much in the way of TV time. Yeah, and you know, Orny Lorcan. Orny Lorcan. He's, he's a little long in the tooth. Right. So now, no, not- you know, he's back to his indie name, Biff Busick. Yeah. Uh, I, I've already seen, you don't call her Frankie Monet anymore. It's back to Ty exactly. Valkyrie. And she's, she's working. Yeah. And you got to think the B-Fab release was, uh, was a vaccination issue because they well, literally just brought her up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she had just got called up SmackDown with the rest of Hit Row, mm-hmm. and in fact, apparently she had signed her contract like a week prior. Wow! So you got to think that's a vaccination yeah. one. Um, you got Karrion Cross, who they the, just they ruined him that from was, the beginning. That was so awful. The first the they night did. he was on Raw, they jobbed him out to a fifty-year-old. They jobbed him out to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I mean, and then how, next thing you know, you see him. They're in like, a, why in can't we get him a, over? As a walking gimp. <sighs> I mean, it was just. It's like Vince does this on purpose to like just like give the finger to Triple H or something. I don't know. It's like, it oh, was, this was your champion. Yeah. It was. Oh, I don't know. Why can't he get over Justin? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's job him out to Stu. I mean, it's just a different audience, you know. Well, yeah, but if you start off with Scarlet, yeah, I mean that definitely would help. But that I, would help. But I thought they were going to have another Mark Marrow situation if that was the case. Anyway, look at what they did with Austin Theory. He comes out against Jeff Hardy, yeah, and beats him. But what they do to Karrion Cross, jab him out to Jeff Hardy. Austin Theory still get a push because he's like twenty two. Yeah, Karrion Cross. I don't know how old he is, but that, he's older. That that too. I mean, we've seen that they are in the business of trying to build another superstar that can sustain another 10-year run after Roman Reigns. And if Reigns. they're smart, they'll build like five superstars that can retain a run. Which well, I, and so I, th- I understand that part. And there is and there is thought, like for instance, uh, in, in NXT 2.0, there's thought they're doing that with Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. 
that he's the one that they see. And let's let's Definitely. not forget, it's not Triple H down there anymore. Nope. It's it's Vince. It's Bruce Prichard. It's um um oh what's his name uh, uh, Ke- uh Kevin Kevin Dunn yeah yeah uh not our Kevin Dunn different Kevin Dunn um older. this is the other you con. know so so you know and I think that may have there there was that was where the separation was you had Triple H and Sean and Road Dog creating these these characters in NXT and they would get over and they're hot and everything then they go to the main roster. And Vince is going. I don't get this. We're going to change it. Yeah. yeah, and it's and now why they weren't communicating back and forth. I mean, when that's I, that's a big problem. Yeah, when I heard that Vince had to go down and scout NXT, I'm like, you don't watch your own product. You call it. You want to call it the third brand, not developmental, and you don't even watch it. Are but see, that me? was the thing, and then and then they figured out, you know, and now it's it's back to being just developmental. Yeah. They they don't want it to be a third brand. They just want it to be developmental. So And for that, at least this way, when they call these guys up, Vince won't ruin them. Because he's already he's already got them like he yeah. wants them. I mean So at least that way it's a, I understand, I get it business wise. But on the other side of it, AEW used to be just like a super indie and you know, they were competing against NXT and they didn't think they were competing against Raw and SmackDown. But now you're releasing all this talent that they're gonna pick up. And you've actually made them bigger, well, at least name wise, and, and you know and that's that's kind of the funny thing is you know, uh, AEW definitely they've got to they got to have a ceiling on their on their roster size. Mm-hmm. They got to. I mean, it's just it's just it's business. You can't spend that much money. However, well, they're gonna pick up. You got it. Yeah, you, you gotta believe. You gotta believe they're gonna sign at least a few of these people. Yeah. Um, Let's just admit, Keith Lee is probably like the number one oh, free God, agent yes. out yeah. off of the list. Yeah. It's going to be Keith. Keith and, and what they did with Keith, oh my look, uh, you know. It's uh, like what they're doing with Otis. You have a guy with like personality. Just because oh he's a God. big guy doesn't mean he has to be a big nasty guy. Let Otis, the guy have some personality. Yeah, I mean, Let him have some moves. What was it? What was it? Big E called him the walking thumb. The thumb, yeah. <laughs> That's what he is, though. Yeah. I mean, he stood there. That, in, that entire backstage promo on Raw. Where it was Keith Lee, or two weeks ago, Keith Lee and and Gable and Otis. Mm-hmm. And Otis just stood there. And that was it. It's like, okay, what is his purpose? He's, Outside of just being a, a, a tough guy. Yeah, Vince used to think he had enough personality to let him win money in the bank. Yeah, Let him be in a program with Mandy Rose. Yes. And now it's like, when's the last time you heard a word out of now his mouth? He's, now he's just, mm. Yeah. I mean... I just I it's, it, it, it reminds me, me of when the Bears had Greg Olson at tight end. Yeah. But offensive coordinator didn't know how to use a pass catching tight end. So we ended up trading him to the to the Panthers for like a bag of chips. Yes. And uh, in the And then end, he went on to continue having a Hall of Fame yes, career. Yes. Absolutely. And the Bears went in the toilet. You know, it's yeah. yeah. Now, well, yeah. Big guy with talent? I don't know what to do with that. He doesn't he, have muscles. Uh, and by the way, did you see the statement Keith Lee made about how he paid for all of his medical bills? No. With his bout from COVID and the heart stuff and all that good He paid for them. Wow. Not WWE, him. He's still he's probably still paying for them. He's no, he said they're pay, they're paid off. Oh, yeah. oh. good. But Congrats. damn. I mean that's ridiculous. Independent though. contractor, you know. They yes, it's that independent contractor status. Even though he that, can't that, go anywhere else. Yeah, which, you know, 
one of these days that's going to get addressed. Need that Ali Act, you know. Um, I mean, but it happened be- in college football someday, right? What? It might happen in UFC soon. I mean, they took care of uh, the name, page. image, likeness. Yeah, no. name, image. Yeah, but so I mean, you know, that battle stood for a long time. So maybe this battle, professional wrestling, independent contractors. All you need is the right lawsuit. You know, that might. Um, you mentioned before we went on, you mentioned Bray Wyatt. Um, I don't know where he's going to end up in wrestling. Apparently, he is. He's His next project, though, has to do with being in a movie. Oh. I saw a story. Let's see if I can find it. But I saw a story about about him being. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Uh, Bray Wyatt's first. Post WWE project, a feature film. Again, getting this from Wrestling Observer. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda's first post WWE project was announced in an exclusive report by Metro.co.uk. Coliseum's owner and special makeup effects artist Jason Baker says that he and Rotunda are collaborating on a movie. Quote, it's a feature film and something really new and different. I'd say probably the best way to describe it is Ichi. Eat or I C H I the killer meets Xanadu. Baker said. Uh, that's us. Let's uh, see what else it says. Had some meeting. Quote: We had some meetings out there, and there things happened, and things got moving forward. And now we're going and shooting this feature film with him. And in the end of the month, he's a phenomenal collaborator. He's become a really good friend, and we're actually we're starting a film at the end of the month. So. Um, it uh, goes on to say that his non-compete clause with WWE expired on October 30th. Right. So so he's free to go to AEW Impact, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, at least as of right now, uh, he's going to be in the movie business. So hmm. why not? Why not? Um, you got to believe, like I said, you got to believe, uh, you know, Keith and Keith and Mia. Have got to end up in AEW. Yeah, they have to. That's just that's you know something tells also, me Ty Valkyrie goes back to Impact. I don't that know why, surprise me. but it just feels like that. I don't know. Um, the rest, you know, Karrion uh, Cross had a bad time with Impact. So yeah, but there's not even could ROH he, to go to now. So there is not what there's ROH. Like, yeah. No ROH yeah. to go to. Yeah. yeah, I could see him in AEW easily, especially with Scarlett. Um. Maybe him and Keith Lee and Mia have Maybe. some kind of but like, what's his power couple there? thing. Like, are if you're AEW, <laughs> if you're AEW at this point, are you bringing in mid carders? Are you looking to bring in main event talent? Because you still got a young crew that you need to build up into the future superstars True. of that company. Yeah, that's yeah. the question. And, and like, no offense to the age, obviously. I, I mean, I understand it. You know, I work in the same similar industry. It's entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, age plays a factor. And it, it, you miss windows just because of a year that you were born. Yeah. Somebody just happened to be in the spot that you needed to be. And By I'm the afraid way, that's what's going to end up with uh, Karrion Cross. I mean, Ke- Keith just turned 37. Uh, yesterday, I think. Oh, yeah. So happy, happy belated birthday, Keith Lee. And see, definitely not old. I mean, for a pro wrestler, you know, this well, you is you can the get prime. twenty more years out of him easily. Prime, easily. but I mean, he like, stop slipping so much. That's the thing, and, and and that's that's the whole WWE style. Unfortunately, takes away what makes him special. It's just because you're trying to sustain and being mm-hmm. able well, to work it. But see, now he can go back to what he was doing, being limitless. You know, you know, like that. Tony will welcome that with open arms. Yeah. Um, as far as the rest of they them, they released Dijakovic at the same time. Yeah, 
you know that would be that would be interesting. I, I and I'll be honest, I, and I I don't know the rhyme or reason how they select who gets cut or what. I don't know if it, how salary. Well, why not? Now, he remember fits the mold more. What's what's kind of and look, you know, it's business. I get it. And hey, I'm actually kind of glad because some of these people will go find better situations, uh, better situations, yeah. get their get their you know creative freedom, all that good stuff. Hopefully, they got a but, good severance package. Yeah. If you believe the rumor and innuendo, again, this happened right after the WWE's Q3 financial call, mm-hmm. where they say they made something like $256 million. Yeah, you can't tell me they need the budget. A cuts. profit. And yet, they told these people they're being released for budgetary reasons. Yeah, that's crap. Look, be straight with them. Yeah, just- we got nothing for you. That Just do that. You know, it, it just, I, I don't know. It just, it's very, very tone deaf. Yeah. And with the uh, scene what Nia Jax said, like she was basically on like a mental health break. Yeah. She said she needed more. They gave her a schedule. She mm-hmm. said, I need more time. Next thing she knows, she's cut. She's cut. Now, like, allegedly, was- she might be one of the ones that had to do with vaccination status. Now, but, but, but why but, would they give her another but, schedule? But, 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 but wait, let's yeah, also go back and, and admit that as a worker, there was already some heat on her already. True. So this was probably just you know the last straw with them, and they were like, "Hey, this is convenient for us. We can finally just nip it now." Because yeah, things it's possible. They were already having problems with probably just save some with Charlotte and Becky, and did they want to bring back another you know person that's known to have heat into a situation? Oh, another that, problematic female, yeah, Justin. Is that what you're saying? You sexist pig. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're but- saying. <laughs> By the way, the way the non-competes should go, NXT, the NXT talent should have 30-day non-competes, and WWE roster, they'll have 90-day non-competes. So so the likes of like Ember Moon and and Taya and those folks, Trey Baxter, who was on the indies as Blake Christian, I saw him in GCW when they were here a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see them pretty soon, actually. Um, I would say end of the month. Uh, yeah. I bet, and I it wouldn't. I think Blake Christian's already booked for GCW. Gonna say happy holidays to those folks. You know, Good so uh, as well, far it's, as it's almost like they work in the radio industry, getting hey, cut before well, the holidays. You know. And then you know, Keith Lee, uh, Mia Yim, all those folks. We'll see them end of January, I guess, or first of February. Uh, I think February. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. Yeah, because this was November four, so that would have been. So I think February second is Isn't that there. just in time for the next AEW pay per view. Uh, Revolution should be very soon after that. That'd be a perfect. Name it'll be. For... It'll be. A, it's a February pay per view. Yeah. So go. why not? I mean, it's the perfect name for somebody like Keith Lee to premiere at. Why not? There you might, go. So you may have may have Revolution may see a few more uh, surprise debuts. Like they did it all out with Danielson and Cole and CM Punk. It'd be fun to see if they can keep it a surprise. They did pretty good with, with the last round. They did. They really did. So why not? I mean, who knows? Uh, be it as may, I think you know, I think all of them that want to work, I think all of them will will find somewhere to work. Uh you still, like I said, you still got AEW, you still got impact wrestling, you still got major league wrestling. Yeah. Still got the NWA. I'm saying the Eve Marie thing, not a surprise. Look, 
They haven't. That hasn't I worked tr- the five times they tried it. I try to not rail, not get on the wrestlers themselves. No. However, it's the way they're used, I'm trying to figure out why Eva Marie was brought in in the first place. Vince thinks she's hot. I mean, I don't, that's the only thing I can call, think of. I know, I, mean, pig. I know more wrestling moves than Eva Marie. <laughs> You know, if you're going to bring her in and not do anything, at least make her a manager or a valet or something where she's still around, she can talk. If she was like like pushing Dewdrop instead of, you know, trying to hold Dewdrop down, they could See, be that's like the a thing. team I don't, thing. I don't, you know. But they just bring her up. It's like they don't know what they're doing with her. Well, and that's, again, if you believe the rumor and innuendo, the reports were yes. You're absolutely right. They yeah. had no clue what to do with it. It's like throw some crap against the wall. Yeah, but yes. let's team know. up with this person that has more talent and better mic skills. Yes. I'm like, yes. well, now she just looks like Dude Drop, crap. formerly known as Piper Niven. Yes. Uh, a, 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 you know, just a stalwart worker on the British indie scene. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, putting her with Eva Marie, who can barely do a body slam. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, if you brought her in as a manager, perfect. Well, now she she can go off and do whatever it is, whatever else it is that she does. does. <laughs> uh, Zeta Ramirez, uh, formerly known AQA from uh, Reality Wrestling, I'm sure we'll see her pop up somewhere. Um, Wasn't there another uh, girl from Austin? What was her name? Girl from uh, Austin. Um, Kamea. Jesse Kamea. Yes, she's Didn't from Austin. Austin I don't know. I think she is. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's like I said. I I hope we I hope those those folks find work wherever yeah. it is, and I think they will. I think they will. It's so. got to be tough mentally when you think you've made it at least to where that you're almost there or you're actually mm-hmm. there, and then all of a sudden that rug gets swept out from under yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, been there. Absolutely. Sucks, but hey, it's hard mentally. They'll they'll bounce back. I hope think so. so. And and get to see Keith. Do what he does best. Yeah. Be limitless. That Bearcat stuff. I'm Bearcat like, stuff was look, silly. He's not 75 years old. You're giving him a gimmick from the 70s. He's also mm. got he's got mic skills. Yeah. Use them. Besides just. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll let you know where independent wrestling is happening this weekend. You're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The Devils! Settle! This is Ray Phoenix, the Mexican. Y tú estás escuchando Sport Guys Talking Wrestling. Animal. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the horn. Stu Myrick, Justin Smash Simmons, and Eddie Cross from Fight Night. It's been a good night. Uh, we got to let you know what's happening in the print wrestling this weekend. We will start. 
with Reality of Wrestling presents Live Pro Wrestling Saturday at Booker T's World Gym Arena in Texas City. Bell time, 7 p.m. Central. Will Allday will be there. Cameron Cole, Bert Vixen, and more. That's Reality of Wrestling this Saturday in Texas City. New Texas Pro Wrestling presents Dallas 41. Saturday at the Irving Arena in Dallas. Bell time, 7 p.m. Brian Keith, Calvin Tankman from MLW will be there. Roxy, Chandler Hopkins, and more. That's New Texas Pro Wrestling this Saturday in Big D, Dallas. That's a look at independent wrestling around the area. Wherever you may be, make sure you go support independent wrestling. You might see the next superstar. Or you might see folks that just got released. Or you might see folks that just got released. That's <laughs> Basically, right. Basically, right? That's right. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced their World Tag League Tournament, tournament starting November 17th. The finals will be December 15th. Winners will face the IWGP Tag Team Champions at Wrestle Kingdom 16. A uh, few of the teams, they got 12 teams in this tournament. Some interesting pairings. For instance, you got the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, with Toriano. Can I wonder if Tanahashi will sell some DVDs with or or whatever you know some of those funny things you got um uh tetsuya naito coming back from injury he will be in the tournament he's tagging up with his los ingobernales de japon uh partner where is he? oh sonata he's teaming up with sonata so that'll be a good one it's hard for me to be excited about him coming back man it's just like they never push him. They never got. They never really. Well, yeah, him. I know, I know. Uh, you got Minoru Suzuki and Takamichinoku. I heard Suzuki Goon. That should be a good one. Minoru Suzuki finishing up his tour in the United States. Well, I'm just excited to see Takamichinoku and see what he has left in the tank at this age. Yeah, but really, one of my favorite. Well, I guess what light heavyweights of the WWF era. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, of course, you got. Tamatanga and Tangaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny. You got Balak Fale and Chase Owens. Of course, you got the ta- the uh, the tag champions uh, Tai Chi and Zack Saber Jr. Uh, and more. So the, again, that starts November seventeenth. The finals December fifteenth, and winners will go on to compete for the IWGP Tag Team Titles at Wrestle Kingdom sixteen. Uh, real quick. It is coming up on the weekend. We got football. We'll start Friday night. Lake Travis Cavaliers coming off a beating uh, by Westlake. And I will tell you now, Westlake is for real. Uh, but be that as may, the, the uh, Texas high school football playoffs start this week by district round. So Lake Travis will host Cedar Ridge out of 25-6A. That'll be at Cavalier Stadium. Uh, you can hear it this Friday night, pregame, 7.15 kickoff, 7.30 p.m. Central. Mark Honig, Bucky Godbolt in the booth, and yours truly will be on the sidelines. Hear that on 104.9 FM. The Quarrel Gobblers will host San Antonio Youth Young Men's Leadership Academy. Oh, are they? Yeah. In Quarrel, my district. 4A, 3A. 4A Division 2. 4A Division 2, okay. Yeah, that'll yeah, be Friday so. night. You can watch it on the uh, Quarrel ISD YouTube channel. Probably. Nice. Probably. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, in, in Lake Travis games, however long they go, you can see them on TexanLive.com from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And then Saturday, oh, the Texas Longhorns. Oh, it's it's painful. 
Uh, be as may, they they return home to DKR Texas Moral Stadium. They will face the Kansas Jayhawks. Kickoff set for six thirty p.m. Central. That means pregame starts at two thirty p.m. Central. Chad Hastings, Bucky Godbolt will be at at Bevo Boulevard. Aaron Hogan and Rod Babers be at the Texas Tail Garden, 17th and San Jacinto. Uh, again, pregame, 2.30 p.m. Hear it all across the Austin Radio Network, the Horn, Coke FM. You can get the Spanish broadcast on 105.3 oh. The Bat, too, Dude. with my dear friend, Dr. Ruben Pizarro. I cannot take hearing you lost to Kansas again. <laughs> no. No. Uh, and just they, to think, they they've trouble. got three games left of the season. Need to win two. They to make got, a yeah, two to get bowl eligible. At least West Virginia's bad. Kansas State scares me. <sighs> well, yeah, it's purple curse. Yeah. yeah. And then Sunday Cowboys, they're coming off a loss. Uh, they will host the Atlanta Falcons at AT&T Stadium. Kickoff high noon on Sunday. Hear that on the horn. Um, should be a fun weekend. Football, wrestling, you know, everything. So UFC. Got UFC. Uh, Max Holloway, Yair yeah, Rodriguez. Man, yeah. still got, got the Rhodes Wrestling Academy third oh, yeah. third student showcase. Catch that Sunday on the Rhodes Wrestling Academy YouTube channel. And um, it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, that'll do it for this week's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Eddie Cross, yep. how do you? How do we find you on socials? You can find me on Twitter at Eddie Experience 1E in the middle. You can find the show at Fight Night ATX everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, you can follow Justin Smash Simmons on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at the Smash Simmons. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stu Myrick. That's S T E W M Y R I C K. You can follow the show on Twitter and Twitch at S G T W A T X. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. We live stream on YouTube and Twitch Tuesday nights. You can also catch us Wednesday nights. At 9 p.m. Central on the flagship station for the Texas Longhorns and your radio home in Austin for the Dallas Cowboys. We are the Horn, 104.9 FM and 101.9 FM and AM 1260. You can also catch us anytime on demand by either going to hornfm.com and click on the on-air tab or by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast provider. Make sure you rate and review us while you're there. Big thanks to Eddie Cross for joining us. Big thanks to Preston Vance and Dustin Rhodes for giving... Give them some time. Big thanks to you for giving us a little bit of your time tonight. Have a great week. We will see you at the matches. Goodbye and good night. Bang! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.